Welcome to the Crazy Trade Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crocker, aka Andres Podcast, brought to you by the greatest state in the world, Michigan. Unfortunately, for Michigan fans, this is a bad day, good day, and a bad day, whatever way you want to look at it. My main man, Parlay Sean, is here talking about sports today. So great to be here. And yeah, look, dude, University of Michigan. Look, 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 before we get there, before we get there, go and put that in the, on the back flare right there. It is like 35 degrees as well. Having a good time. It's not cold no more. It's got a little breezy and whatever. But I, I, I like to thank everyone out there who's been supporting me for the last 800 years. But to be honest with you, I like to support people that understand that me and Mary Freebed have uh, separate ways in some ways, in form and shape. You know, I'm still there spiritually, religiously, and lefty. My left hand is still there. But you know what? I'm going to say this. Yeah, it's oh, funny as hell. Hey, folks, I'd like to uh, shout out to uh, Sean's uh, grandma, who's uh, 90 years old, and uh, finding her way to the other side of the world. Whatever you believe in spiritually. Yeah. There you go. So we got. Lisa, respect those who are passing on to the to the to the next life itself. So there you go, folks. And uh, folks, we gotta talk about Detroit Lions first because if we got to, we gotta start with a positive mood swing. First of all, huge, huge. Look, who'd have thought, Mister Hawk Hogan personator himself, Dan Campbell, coming into Detroit with the speech. We're going to break people's necks. We're going to bust their kneecaps. And we did to the Rams tight end. And it's controversial when they originally hired him, the gay comment. You know, like, I mean, if you go back. I don't know what he said. I don't even care because, you know what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, you know why? Because, you know what, no one cares. This is about football. Football is the greatest sport in the time, all the time. Because you can hit someone and feel good about it. Where You can't, you can't do it anywhere else. Because it's illegal to do that. But let's think about this. We've got, I'm going to tell you the truth. That Detroit and Tampa Bay game was great. And you, you know what? I give my props to to uh, Baker Mayfield for what he did in Tampa with Evans and God, what's his name? Godwin, Godwin. and everything else. The I mean, atmosphere in Detroit was electrifying. They once again said that they broke a decimal sound system. Dude, like, I, it's I wanna, insane. I want to say this, folks. I was at Duke's. I was going to go to the glass house. All the seats were filled. I never seen the glass house that full in my whole life. Never seen it. I got there a half an hour before the game to the glass house in Grand Rapids on Michigan Street. Couldn't stand. Couldn't do it. I wasn't going to stand for three hours. Went to the Duke's next door over. Probably one of the oldest bars on Michigan Street. Great atmosphere. Loved it. I'm going to say this. I've To be a Detroit Lions fan, and I kind of knew we were going to win this game. And there's always that hypothetical question, we're going to lose or whatever. Because there's always in the backtrack in Detroit. If you've been a Detroit Lions fan, you, there's always a possibility you're going to lose a game that you should win. Always. But I'm going gonna, I'm like, I'm gonna to go through... I'm going to go through these, know these stats. Baker Mayfield had 26 of 41, 349 yards, 
three touchdowns, two interceptions. That's a hell of a stat for just a $4 million quarterback. He's going to get paid at least 20 mil plus. Do you, for how many years? I think he deserves a three-year contract. There you go, three-year contract. We're going to go with three-year. We're going into four and five, all right? The, obviously, as you, you people know, uh, the last interception was within less than what? Um, what Minute 22. Yeah. No, actually, no, that wasn't true. Detroit. This is Technically, some, they could have stopped the clock and forced him to kick a field goal. You know what? That's, the, that's a huge controversial. And this is why people on TikTok and people on Twitter and everyone else, even ESPN apps and anywhere else, they think the NFL is fixed because Detroit had third and long and Tampa Bay still had a timeout. And it would have been like a 41-yard field goal and they would have had maybe seven seconds Yeah, after the field goal attempt. So what's crazy about this is that even though Detroit was winning that game and they gave the ball back to Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield, you know, it's, that interception with Baker Mayfield was awful. was awful. wasn't but, even close. Triple coverage. Exactly. Which is kind of mind-boggling. Like, why did you even throw it in the first place? But You better have taken a sack. Well, yeah. But I, to me, it was amazing that, you know, I felt like he felt like he had to throw the football, but I don't know why he did. But It wasn't even to one of his main receivers. Godwin or, or Evans. So that's if, just, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm throwing the ball up to one of my guys no matter what. Like, I'm not throwing it to Ottman or... Odo, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so here it's played well. So here we go. We're going to Jared Goff stats. We got 30 for 43. They threw the ball a lot. 287 yards, which is not a lot. I mean, if you picked on FanDuel or whatever, 250 and over, you could get it. But I think on FanDuel, they had him going over 275. You would still got it. But he had two touchdowns, zero interceptions, was huge. He got two sacks. Jared Gibbs. Nine carries, 74 yards. It's a good which, stat for a rookie. Exactly. I mean, the longest was 31 yards. Montgomery, you know, I guess it didn't fit out that Montgomery was going to do much. 10 carries for 33 yards, zero touchdown, longest 11 yards. I had a parlay with him. Was at least over 45, 50 yards. Jared Goff has six yards. Let's look at these receptions. Mike Evans for Tampa, eight, eight rece- uh, receptions, 147 yards, 18 one touchdown. So Mike Evans tore it up, and he is on a contract here, and there is a rumor that the Bears want him. Okay. We'll get there. Just we're, saying sorry. We'll get there. 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 So we got, so, and then we have uh, Cade Odo had uh, five or seven, 65 yards, one touchdown, longest 27, eight targets. Amon Ray, St. Brown, eight receptions, 77 yards, 9.6 yards, one touchdown. 14 targets, 16 longest. Laporta came through nine receptions, 65 yards, 7.2 average, and zero touchdowns, 15 longest, and one 11 targets. Jared Gibbs caught the football four times for 40 yards, 10 yards average, 20 yards longest, four targets. Williams, this is what I'm going to say about Williams. They need to go to Williams more to actually beat uh, Sam Fran because they need to open up the, the field to make it happen. St. Brown, yeah, you can get him in the slot receiving. You can get Gibbs in the backfield, catch the football up the field, maybe two or three yards off the scrimmage line. You can catch, catch the football. Uh, Montgomery would do the same thing. But I really think that with 
to with uh, Jamison Williams, you have to go down the field pretty long just to stretch out the court. I mean, well, I'm talking about football, but stretch out the football field. Reynolds had two targets and two receptions, 27 yards, one touchdown, which screwed Sean's uh, parlay because he wasn't supposed to score his touchdown. You picked Montgomery. Montgomery. But Montgomery didn't get no, any touchdown. So You're probably safer with going with Gibbs. Yeah, exactly. Brooks Wright, which is he's going to be hurt. So guess who's coming in? Sean? Who's coming in for, for Detroit? Oh, Zach. Zach Ertz. And that's because Burke Wright is injured. And do you think Zach Ertz is going to be ready? I mean, they signed him on Monday. He'll be on the practice squad, you know, this three, four days. And then you got to move him up. You got to have another tight end going to San Francisco on Friday. You got to because you can't rely on just Laporta because Laporta is probably semi-hurt based on his knee, correct? And I always thought that we all know Zach Hurts has a really hot wife and has won some wonderful World Cups with the the other Carly Lloyd. But let's be respectful. They met in Arizona Mm -hmm. because they both went to Arizona. They have been together for less I'm going to say eight years, dating plus dating. They had those cool commercials. They do cool commercials, but she is relatively very intelligent and a great athlete and down to earth. She probably makes more money than him. Mm. Oh, shoot. That's doesn't one. matter. And when you're an athlete to that level, it doesn't really matter because you're, you're consistent with each other. True story. Consistent. About consistent is about relationships. Make it happen, Captain. Let's really look at we got so much to talk about. We're already at the tenth minute. Let's really talk about the ten, the the San Fran and Detroit game. There's a seven point spread. Fanduel seems high. Do you think so? Because Fanduel knocked it down to six and a half, which is probably fair, right? Yes. So, so if you think that's well, Debo Smith is going to be the key questionnaire for this. They really are. All right, so, so I've got, I got Detroit losing by six points, and I got Debo Smith, Debo Samuels. I keep calling him Smith. My bad. Debo Smith Samuels is questionable. He doesn't have that fractured shoulder, so there's not a broken bone there. But in reality, Debo Samuels has been questionable all year. He's played a couple games here and there consistently, but. It seems as though Rudy is not that good without Samuels. Correct me, Ron? That is 100% true. So the real question is this. Besides the other receiver, Ayuk, Ayuk mm-hmm. and Kittle, could Detroit defend those two to be San Fran? Lions defense keeps getting better. Okay. They are getting better. I mean, okay. I can't promise you that the Lions are going to win, but I can definitely tell you they're going to cover the spread. Okay. They are They are going to cover the spread. I think they're going to lose by six points or less. I really do. So let's talk about Detroit Lions following year because we should talk about this. Let's just hope the former Michigan Wolverine, Ronnie Bell, doesn't hurt you. Okay. Okay. Let's hope so. All right. Maybe he'll just sit out because he feels bad for Detroit. 
Don't feel too short. Let's hope so too. All right. But here, we got Ben Johnson probably going to leave. And this is, this is significant to me because I feel like golf needs someone within the basis of making him feel confident every game, within the game, all, all the time, no matter what. I really do. And I think that Detroit obviously probably going to lose Ben Johnson. I don't know if... I don't know if golf will ever be able to exceed to the fullest of his ability. I really don't. So, in other news, the defense coordinator for Detroit Lions will probably leave too. The problem that we have with that is this. Our buddy, Dan Campbell, is not a defense coordinator and not an offense coordinator. So, where do we go? I think, Sean, what is that co- what's that coach that you, that you no, that you said that for the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Frank Reich, the former, he was a quarterback behind Jim Kelly. He was with the Eagles for a while. He was with the Colts, and then he got fired after his first season, at Carolina. Yeah, but he Frank co- Reich is a hell of a freaking offensive coordinator. Do you think that Frank Reich will step down to his offense coordinator, or do you think he'd be okay with Dan Campbell being the head coach? Some people say that. Some people I've talked to say that it's it's kind of impossible for that to happen. That Frank Ray would take a office coordinator job where he can go somewhere else as an as a head coach. Could I be right? Could I be wrong? Could they be right? Who will take Frank Reich? And I guess that's the next question. Falcons. Bel- Belichick's going to the Falcons. That's you know it's you know Belichick is done. And we already know that the the New England Patriots job is taken because they took the offensive coordinator from the Bengals. Yeah, exactly. so the pair he can't go back to the Carolina Panthers. No, he's not going to no. go to the Falcons. No, look, I think Frank Wright would be great for Detroit because it, he'll have an experience enough to play to coach Jared Goff, and Jared Goff is the type of person that needs that type of confidence to to keep improving with a quarterback coach like Frank Wright he'll probably get to that point where he felt comfortable unfortunately for Detroit everyone's leaving because most likely you know what's you know what what goes around goes comes around and most likely he'll probably leave and unfortunately that's that seems to be a situation where they have to figure out all right before we go anywhere else, before the Michigan whole Shaban, we gotta really talk about the 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 Chiefs or the Ravens. Lamar Jackson just won his first playoff game of his whole career, finally, for for the love of God. Baltimore is in the championship game against the Chiefs. And uh, just for a heads up on this, if you go all the way back to two thousand eleven this is the last time that the Chiefs or the Patriots, one of the two, have not been in the AFC Championship. Chiefs like, literally, Patriots. it was like Chiefs. the Jets versus the Raiders was the last time that there was a different opponent other than the Chiefs or the Patriots. And the okay. Chiefs are in the championship again, so that makes 13 consecutive years without or with the Chiefs or the Patriots in the AFC Championship. Okay. All right. That's a fun fact to know. So, let's think. It's hard the- to bet against the baby goat. Baby bullshit. <laughs> I call it baby bullshit. A lot Next. of people want a Taylor Swift M&M championship, Super uh, Bowl. 
Yeah, it could happen, but not, probably not this year. Look, let's really thank the Buffalo Bills for effing up everything else. Let's thank them. Because Sean really thought that Buffalo Bills could beat the Ravens. Sean, you actually think that there's no way in hell that the Chiefs could beat the Buffalo Bills, correct? Do you really think they have a chance? I mean, when you have Patrick Mahomes and the baby goat, you always have a chance, but... Look, I'm going to say this. I think the receiving core for the Baltimore Ravens is a hell of a lot better. It is. And it's because someone probably knocked on those kids' heads and said, hey, hey, if you don't catch a football again for Lamar Jackson, you're not going to play in the the NFL. You can join the UFL, the what you call the G League for NFL football, or go join the the CFL. Who watches Canadian bullshit football? Nobody. Am I right? Nobody does. All right. Correct. So, over-unders. Let's go ahead and talk about those two things. They're both really high, aren't they? They, They're both in the 50s. Yeah. But if you had to put a parlay together, you're going to go with McCaffrey scoring touchdown. You're going to go with St. Brown scoring touchdown. And then you put the Baltimore and the the Chiefs games. You probably... Pacheco. Pacheco will score. But do you pick Lamar Jackson score touchdown? Or do you just take his yards? I would take probably no, I don't know if I would take I would take his rushing yards. That's what I'm talking about. I wouldn't take passing. A, I wouldn't take his passing, I would go with rushing yards, all right? That's how I would do it. Thank the goodness that guys know. But the over under is for the Chiefs Baltimore is twenty four or no forty four and a half. So twenty four twenty you win. Seems a little low. Yeah, but I think it's going to be the defensive game by default. And, and we should we also talk about Sean's favorite artist, Swift, mm-hmm. and how she and Kelsey's older brother were flanicking around the whole world and how Kelsey's older brother... Jumps into the freaking... Well, before the game, actually, he was out and but Bill's Mafia doing drinking with the Bill's Mafia, taking shots. But then when he got into his press box with Taylor Swift, when Kelsey got in the end zone, he jumped out of the fucking press box and was hugging one fan and then met this little girl that loved Taylor Swift and was holding up a sign and took the little kid away from her parents and held it up and we said we're gonna get taylor swift so jason kelsey is one of the coolest guys ever okay yeah and by the way they the, the other two kelsey brothers have a podcast don't know what it's called but it was pretty cool yeah jason kelsey reminds me of old school we're going striking <laughs> sean does that almost every weekend in jenison and granville with his girlfriend uh, uh, it's kind of a true story folks all right Good news and bad news. Good news is that Juwan Howard will probably get fired sooner or later. <laughs> I've said it. Didn't I say this when we worked at the hospital together? That was a bad, hiring. bad hiring. Am you, I right? You made that pretty clear. Yeah. I thought that was a bad hiring because he, it's the first time as a head coach. He's caused a lot of problems against other coaches in itself. He punched someone for calling him the N-word, which is respectable. But still, you're in nationwide compass of the whole world. There's better ways to deal with it. I don't know how you can and cannot. He's an old, sh- sh- old Chi-Town kid. He's you know? the N-word many times, probably. Yeah. So 
I mean, to have a little small, dinky Nebraska or Wisconsin guy call you that, I don't know what team that was. or Wisconsin Badgers. Badgers. For him to call you that, for you to get all upset is a bit curious for that you can't control your anger. There's words that he has uh, had uh, issues with coaching staff this year, 2024-2023. When he was, I mean, God bless his soul for heart surgery, glad that that worked out. When he was on sideline, the, the team was playing better. They were. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So, the other sad news, well, you know, this is going to be, this was expected. Sooner or later, this was going to be expected. Jim Harbaugh is now at Los Angeles Chargers. And primarily the reason why this is is because the NCAA was not going to let up on the uh, reputation of Jim Harbaugh's scandal, stealing signs, or whatever else he was doing. But in reality, he was going to leave one way or another. I don't know if it was going to be this year or next year or two years later. But to be honest with you, everyone kind of knew that he's probably going to come back anyways one way or another. I mean, he'll probably end up in back in Michigan in three or four years. And he, uh, to answer your question, ESPN did not have the contract, but it will not be three or four years because it's a six-year contract. Okay. So it's $11.5 million per year. Okay. So it's eleven point five. So, But I still think he'll get out of that contract to come back to Michigan even if he won a Super Bowl or not. I just feel like he'll come back just because he's going and because he's a Michigan honor. He's a Michigan guy. He'll probably end his career. And he'll probably come. I, I feel like he'll come back when he's 64 or 65 and coach to his 70th, 74th, 72nd birthday. And he'll end up back in Michigan. So and who are your best candidates for the new coach? Because he said he's taking the two or three of his coaches with him. Well, I think, to be honest with you, I think, I really think that Shereen Mar- Mar- Moore is going to stay at Michigan. I think, I think he's going to take that job. I, I there's always they all, there's always always Matt Weiss, Matt Wise or W E S I S, but I I I think that I I have a feeling that Sharon Moore will. Who took over the couple of the games when Harbaugh was suspended? I really think that he'll take the job. He won't go to the Chargers with him because he's like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime to coach my becoming the head coach of a elite NCAA WA football team, Michigan. Why wouldn't you take that job? So he probably won't go with him. He'll probably take a defense coordinator, maybe a safety coach, but. So some of the names being thrown around are the Matt Campbell kid from Iowa State, Luke Fickle's name with an $8 million buyout, Kansas State head coach, Kansas coach Lance Lippitt, going back and getting his offensive coordinator from the Baltimore Ravens, which his brother John Harbaugh took from him last year. Yeah, but he started with Baltimore. Brian Kelly leaving LSU. Well, I could see Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly would be a good fit. But I think it'd be stupid for Michigan not to hire uh, more. I I think that the team will connect with him. I think the team will play for them, play for him. I think the rec- the recruits won't leave. The recruits won't leave if Shamar Moore stays. I really do. And to be honest with you, if Jim Harbaugh didn't leave, 
this year, next year, or the following year, you're going to have to carry on somehow, some form without Jim Harbaugh because he would have retired in 10 years anyways. So even if he stayed for another 10 years, you need to progressively move on one way or another. They got to make a decision fast because April spring ball is coming quick. Yeah, and they will, and they will. And they, I mean, and I'm sure they've been talking about who to replace him. Jim probably helped him out who to replace him. What I'm, what, what, makes, what makes this be curious, though, is this. I don't think Jim is going to ever beat John Harbaugh in the playoffs in the, in the, in the NFL. I think John Harbaugh has a number on his brother in, in the NFL. I think if John went to the NCAA and coached Wisconsin or UCLA or whatever, Jim would beat him. I think that was just the way it is. I just don't think that you're going to beat John Harbaugh at his butter and cup toast moment. I mean, there's a reason. Look, hear out my theory. There's a reason why. Eli Manning didn't get signed to the Chargers. He went to the Giants because he, his dad. His dad's an asshole. His dad's an asshole, but he didn't. He knew that Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, he didn't want those two ever to play in each other in the playoffs because he could never decide who's going to win, who, who, who he wants to win. And it, it's a, it's a double-edged sword to have them both lose or both one of them win and one of them lose. Jim's got a good squad though. He does. He does. You got a good. You got a reasonable couple of defensive players. Mm-hmm. Mac, you got, and you got the other Bosa or whatever on the team. Mm-hmm. You have a hell of a quarterback, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. You still got Keenan Allen, mm-hmm. and you got Mike Williams coming off the injury ACL, okay. whatever that is. Eckler can't be as bad as he was fucking this year. I don't think again. No, I don't think so either. But regardless how it looks. Jim Harbaugh, will, he'll probably get out of that six-year contract and come back within four years. I almost guarantee you. He'll have his run in the playoffs. He'll figure out that he can't beat John Harbaugh, and he won't ever beat Dan Campbell because I think Detroit would win the Super Bowl within Might five. Might not never beat Mahomes. No. The baby goat. Exactly. Well, baby goat, baby bullshit. Remember, Mahomes, because Mahomes has been in the playoffs for 100 years, he hasn't won as many Super Bowls. Kirk Cousins might go to Denver and make him his bitch. Kirk Cousins needs to retire. Denver, <laughs> donkeys. You don't even like the donkeys. I know. I just had to throw that out there. Come on. He's not even going to go. Look, look, look. To be honest with you, this is just so much stuff. All right. NBA. Anything else in the, in the, in the NFL Do we need to talk about? Do we talk about everything else? No, we're just waiting on other coaches. Oh, Dude. wait a second. I got Nick Chubbs once. Flacco back. He's willing to play with the Browns if Flacco comes back. What does that mean for Watson? Watson. You pay the guy to molest everybody. He's getting paid $40 million a year. To touch women that they don't want to be touched. How's that work? I don't know, buddy. Oh, speaking of uh, my buddy, Kay Cunningham's, he's still on the bench for Detroit Pistons. We're watching the Pistons games live. This is going to be air on Thursday morning. So, here, let's talk about art. So, we did that. NBA. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. How do you lose faith in a guy, Adrian Griffin, so fast? You're 31 and 13. You're the second seed in the. It is obnoxious. This is the most 
bullshit thing I ever heard. And I think, you know what? In this case, you think that Phil Jackson or or Chuck Daly or 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 anybody anybody uh, anybody in the in the NBA that I can't even think of coach a team that's struggling and then you're winning and then you be still be the Pistons, one of the worst teams, and then like a day after that you fire the poor guy. They don't like that he gave up 135 Pistons to one of the worst team in the NBA. What I mean, it's the NBA. It's almost like the Special Olympics. No one scores. No defense. No one plays defense. So you can't be that dumb. I mean, they're not going. There's just no defense. All right. But Rivers, for Rivers to be the new head coach, and has he even won a championship anywhere? Celtics. Okay, that, that's just because Garnett was on that team. And Paul Pearson. Yeah, but... Ray Allen. But remember that. If it wasn't for Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, that team would have stunk like my butthole. Okay? So, let's not even give that to Rivers. Everywhere else, Rivers is gone. He had a bead, and they still stunk. He had the Clippers. They still stunk. So, Rivers is just overrated. The most overrated coach of all time, of all coaches. Any coach that you coach in the Yankees is overrated. Even Joe Toro, whatever his name, overrated. The whole team was on steroids, all right? So, Rivers, I like you as a guy, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever, but you're overrated, over, the most overrelated, just over, just, I can't even pronounce that word no more. Overrated. Overrated. Just, it's obnoxious. Just just balls out crazy. And then we're going to, I guess, we're going to end on my favorite sport all the time. MLB. I love baseball. Anyone that doesn't like baseball, you're dumb. Because you can't watch a full baseball game. You know why you can't watch a full baseball game? Because you can't hit a 95-hour fastball. And you sure hell can't get hit a 75-hour changeup or a slider or a curveball. So, you know what? Take your pansy ass to South America or Europe and play soccer and kick the fucking football because you guys all suck. Baseball is the greatest sport of all time. Let's talk about three Hall of Famers. Andrian Beltre. Good player from Houston and the Mets. And the Rangers. Thank you. He had a batting average of 286, 477 home runs, 1,700 RBIs. OPS is that is that on base percentage? Zero. I mean point eight oh nine. Games played two thousand ninety three, two thousand nine hundred and thirty three. At bats eleven thousand and sixty eight. Runs fifteen hundred and twenty four. Three thousand. He's a three thousand hitter. Top of that, he's a four hundred hitter. Dominican Republic, the fifth Dominican Republic to be in the Hall of Fame. Congrats. 30 triples, 426 doubles. He got walked 939 times, struck out 1,034 runs, over 1,018. Look, you have no idea. These stats are huge, okay? Baseball is huge. If you can do all that, you're probably one of the greatest athletes of all time. Anybody can throw a basketball in the hoop, especially if you're six foot seven. 
if you can't do that, you should probably retire and play wheelchair basketball or do something. Seriously. I really think so. All right. Here's here's something. I gotta talk about I gotta talk about John Meyer Mayer. A bit, not just a great player, a very, 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 very likable person and always was from his hometown, Minnesota. Yeah, it's like crazy. everybody loved him. He's from St. Paul or Saint but whatever he is, St. Paul. He's actually a very like mellow guy. And I what I I'll tell you this. He's probably thankful that I didn't I didn't I didn't grow up in his city, but you know, I would have been totally obnoxious about his stats and all that. But think about this. This guy's got a three oh six band average, hundred and forty three home runs. Not much. The catcher. Remember that, right? He's a catcher, right? Hell of a catcher. Hell of a catcher. A hundred I mean nine hundred and twenty three RBIs on base percentage eight zero point eight seven. This kid games played eighteen hundred games. 6,000 over almost 7,000 at bats, 2,023 hits, 428 doubles, 30 triples. I mean, all with one team. All one team. Look, I'm going to tell you this, folks. This guy himself is very well deserved. I mean, you got to love him. I mean, he's. Even if you're a Tigers fan, you got to love him. Yeah. good Good human being. Everybody liked him when you had him at the, at the All-Star game. I mean, and you, and you know what makes Joe Myers so good? Sunshine. He was just, Sean's right, he was a decent guy. He was just not vocal. He was not obnoxious. He didn't, he wasn't a, you know, some weird guy that needed the extra attention. He was just a Minnesota boy. Jack Morris is a Minnesota boy, and also in the Hall of Fame. Thank God for Jack Morris, Detroit Tigers. and He won a World Series of Twins as well. Here's uh, Sean's favorite player from Colorado, Todd Helt. I really do. This is another one. He, He's a country town, country town boy, and he is liked in the city of Colorado as much as Joe Maurer was. He's a, a UT, University of Tennessee ball player. Mm-hmm. He ranks up there as the Joe Maurer atmosphere. Like everybody liked him. He, you know, he would always sign autographs and was a people person. And I mean. Um, just like Maurer, like I mean, they gave back to the fans when the All Star games were there. They were likable by other players, and they're just good people. Phenomenal! I mean, just phenomenal. But here, let's look at let's look at this. For some reason, I caught my eye on this. Seventeen years in the MLB, same team, Colorado. Remember, he was on that team that they were out of the playoffs and they brought up, shot off 21 straight games to get in that World Series against the Boston Red Sox. Oh, you're right. See? I'm not wild card. There you go. There's another fun fact about MLB. Greatest sport in the world. Sorry for cussing and swearing earlier about MLB, but anybody that watches basketball or football gets a wussies. Just kid. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, Sean's shaking, having uh, a Ric Flair moment. But here we go. Here we go. He's got three gold gloves, four silver slugger bats, and he won a Aaron Hank Aaron Award. True story. As I'm gonna drop as I'm gonna drop my stats. So this guy has got two thousand and twenty two thousand two hundred and forty seven. Games played, 
over almost 8,000 at bats, 1,400 runs, 2,519 hits, 592 doubles, 37 at bat, uh, 37 triples, 369 home runs, 1,400 RBIs. Look, you know, 2002, great guy. But is it really 17 years? That's, do you think that's a little bit of a stretch for being in the Hall of Famer? 17 years. That's, Joe Myers got better stats than that, technically, for the way playing last years. Well, he's got the numbers. But he leads the hits or whatever with, with, with Colorado and all that stuff. But still. I mean, okay, 17 years. Mauer made it in his first year of eligibility, too. That's what's fucking most impressive of all of this. It took Todd Helton six seasons or six years. But to, for Mauer to be original year, that doesn't happen all the time. No, but you know what? I'm telling you, Joe Myers is, is a fan favorite. Joe Meyer is a classic. He's kind of like Don Manley. Not a great team for the Yankees in his era. You know, Minnesota never had a great team either. Because you brought up Don Manley, can we talk about the fourth person that got inducted to the Hall of Fame? Who? The former Detroit Tiger head coach, Jim Leland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone knew that. You know what's weird? Everyone, how is it that everyone knew that he was going to get in before the whole shebang? How's that work? I don't know. Because they were talking about it like a fucking month and a half or two months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. How did he get in without... Being voted in. Is that different? I don't know how that works. But Jim Leland won a World Series with the Marlins. With uh, Cabrera. He was actually the coach with Barry Bonds in freaking Pittsburgh. And he was yeah. on that. And he was well, Cabrera. I think he might have, was he the head coach with the Cabrera. the Rockies when they made that run? No, probably not. No, 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 no. no. That was totally, totally different. But he was with uh, Cabrera. When Cabrera was like a 22, 20-year-old kid. And he was with Cabrera in Detroit, too. It's crazy. You know, it's funny how that worked. Oh, Cabrera did not retire. Cabrera hasn't played in the Venezuela League somewhere down in South America. So is he still eligible to be with the organization? No. So he denied the organization of the Tigers? Yeah. As a batting player? Yeah, he's not going to. You know what? I tell you the truth. That's all right. They're still using Alan Trammell. Well, Alan Trammell is a good spokesman for Detroit. You know what? He's a hell of a player. Uh, Lou Whitaker did not get any respect and he's close enough to Ryan Sandberg's stats speaking of Ryan Sandberg God bless your soul he's, he's fighting cancer he used to be the West Michigan Whitecaps head coach Ryan Sandberg mm-hmm. oh, okay I didn't know that Forgot. back in the day I don't remember if he won a championship for him but he was here that was fun having a Hall of Famer coach be with the Whitecaps come on yeah that's pretty cool a cubby yeah can we talk about the ones that were denied it was his final chance. Who? Gary Sheffield. Yeah, I mean, tell me. Tiger for a little while. Well, tell me his stats. 63.9%. I don't know what his exact stats because I'm looking at the numbers, but he was he missed it by 12%. Yeah, I just, you know what, Gary Sheffield, he reminds me of a guy that was a great player, a good player, but, I mean, you just got to have that consistency, I guess. Andrew Jones, 62%, and Carlos Beltran, 57.1%. But they still have a few years. The one that was the closest. Mm-hmm. And the name that I'm about to bring up, mm-hmm. I mean, his, his 
cards and stuff that he has is worth some money. And then we're going, we're going way back. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're not going way back. I'm thinking of something else. Billy Wagner. He had 73.8%. Billy Wagner. I don't remember him. I think he was a pitcher for the Houston, right? I don't remember him at all. I don't know why I don't remember his name. Billy Wagner. He sounds like an actor, like uh, Jack Wagner from like the, what's that show my mom used to watch? General Hospital or something. Bill, so, Billy Wagner, Billy the Kid was his nickname. He was with the Astros, seven-time All-Star. Wow. You know, Astros, if, Phillies, Mets, Red Sox, Braves. Okay. No. No championships, nothing? No championships. Okay. All right. I, but I, he only missed it. He was. It's a first-year ballot, and he only missed it by 1.3%. Okay. So, I mean, with that stat, you would think that he'll probably make it. Yeah, depending who's there next year, right? Yeah. Look, we're going on the 43rd minute, almost 44th minute, if that makes any sense. So we're supposed to have really good weather this weekend. Yeah. Um, This is a really cool stat. I got to throw back to the Lions real fast. Okay. They were doing an event, and I wish that they wouldn't have sold out because I would have looked at you and said, let's fuck it and go to Detroit. Oh. Because- they're doing an event there, selling tickets for $25 to go watch it, the state, the game in yeah. the stadium at 6.30, but all the tickets, all 60,000 tickets are already sold out to watch this game, and they're having the concessions and all that stuff, and they're opening up by like 4.45 for the 6.30 game. Yeah. That's pretty badass that you are literally have 60,000 fans to watch it on the, in the thing. You yeah. have the same kind of cool atmosphere. That's crazy. I wonder, I wonder if that, I wonder if Todd's going to that. For twenty bucks, I doubt it. I don't know. Isn't I? I Todd, the my my lovely former restaurant that has fucking almost don't know why it was pretty much banned me for fucking life is already already sold out. Other than the bar bar rail, they already have reservations. Papinos, yeah. For this weekend, everything is freaking booked. I think I'm gonna. Go. I know. It was a nice little talk by Cam, which I still like. Cam, she was on the. Oh, you talked to her? No, I just saw it. You know what? See. I think you know if I, I think I'm gonna try to go to. I don't know. It's a six thirty game. I would go it's to. Not like you don't have to be to work the next day. No, you're right. But I don't know if I want to go to someone's house or I'm just gonna watch it here. So, yeah. What well, depends what you're gonna do, right? Yeah, I'm going to Chicago this weekend. Tomorrow I celebrate 13 months. First of all, sobriety. Wow. That's awesome. Me and Jess are going to Chicago for a Broadway play, so we're excited about that. We're so much more excited that it's going to be 40 fucking degrees instead of negative fucking 27. Yeah. Exactly. Jess is a girl for you all that knows well, questioning Sean. She's a very, very sweet girl, and she's a very, very hot mom. <laughs> she's a cougar. Well, she can't be a cougar with you because you're like only two years younger. She's a cougar at 42. Oh, my Lord. You and your fantasies about whatever they watch <laughs> porn all you want. No. Yummy. You're so dumb. Yes. What's happening so to Sean? <laughs> someone's going to piss on. He's talking stupid shit. Sean's, someone's going to piss on Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so dumb. Anyway. That's so true, folks. <laughs> anyway. Andre just likes to make up shit. That's not make up shit. <laughs> That's why he's laughing so hard because it's not it's not fake. The Pistons are winning. How unusual that is, Tom Jones. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Go Lions.
God Red Wings. Um, that's they're pre- seven and two, they're seven and two in the last ten games. Yeah, they are. They finally got their uh, goalies back, all healthy up. That's why they're doing so well. You see the Paxton guy that used to be with the Yankees went to the Dodgers. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Jeez. So they're just. I mean, there goes their salary up another two million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's one thing I wish MLB affects. I mean, I just. I think it's a little bit obnoxious to have the Dodgers and the Yankees or the Boston Red Sox. Now, Boston was never like that until they won their World Series in 2009 or eight or something like that. Brian Haskins, a former Philadelphia Phillies, because the first baseman is traded because we know Bryce Harper is getting moved at first. He's going to the Brewers. And the Pirates picked up the 90-year-old Adonis Chapman. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually 35. but and. There's not a true rumor about Kyle Sherbert going to Detroit. Mm. That's a false note. So Detroit's got a lot of work to do. Detroit Tigers. So there you go, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Podfriend or even I can't even on um, Pandora. Which for a friend who only has Pandora. It's been like light years behind us all. But I'd like to thank uh, Sean for uh, showing up. Always great to be here. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'd like to thank the weatherman for not messing up the weather so it's not so cold. Watch out for the, uh, because it's supposed to be a little bit rainy still, and with all this snow melting, it could lead to some places with floods, so be careful out there. Yeah, Sean can't swim either, so, I mean, good luck with that, Sean. He's going to be probably like, swim over them like michigan to chicago it's like hey we can save money honey we can swim over the lake michigan we won't have to drive you should be looking at him like that's a good idea yeah no yeah yeah all right all right folks the pistons are down by one let's hope they weigh out let's hope they win the fifth game of the year thank you for listening to the podcast peace and love and stay out of trouble and listen to all your bosses that you have at work because listening to one is not work, clearly, not even for me. Peace.